So let me pose this question. Does everything seem a little bit out of sorts, a little bit, you know, out of tune this Christmas? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Well, I will tell you that I'm having a hard time this year getting into the, quote, Christmas spirit. When you do a radio program like this and you have to dig through some of the really awful stories that are out there, it's not easy. But you know, in spite of it all, I do have hope. And I know that I shouldn't be discouraged, but there are times that I am, and I recognize it, and I know that many of you go through the same thing. I was thinking just the other day what Christmas was like 50 years ago and how different it feels today, at least for me. I I can remember going back, oh, let's say just 45 years ago. It was exciting doing all the shopping the weeks before Christmas to, to make sure that the kids had something to really enjoy on Christmas Day. And the church services, all of it were a part of what my Christmas was growing up in my younger years. But things have changed in the past 25 or so years. Less and less people really understand what the true meaning of Christmas is. It's all about the holiday parties, the gifts, the online shopping, uh, the real, some of them really cheesy holiday specials. And we're losing sight of what Christmas is all about. It's hard sometimes in a world like this to recapture it. But the truth is, we must. And as we go through this week and we head toward Christmas Day, which is next Monday, I really want to gradually get us into the Christmas spirit. I know for many, as I just said, it is not easy to get to that point, especially when you look at some of the news headlines that are out there today. But we need to. We need to rediscover what Christmas is all about. And no, it's not about a pile of gifts under a really nice tree with LED lights. It's not about how big of a dinner or how great of a party you went to. It's about that church service you found a way to get to. And if there was none to get to, maybe even if worse came to worse, you find a way to do it online, to be a part of a group of believers. I'll spend a little more time later this week helping you get back to the true meaning of Christmas. So now, let us head to the biggest intellectual sewer known to mankind. It's called Washington, D.C., and, and I need to share a story, and I, I really feel almost guilty spending as much time as I'm going to, but it needs to be done because the mainstream media is not really wanting to get too much into this. They're, they're, they're giving it its due because they know it's out there, and if they ignore it ent- entirely, they know they're going to be caught trying to be the propaganda artists that they are. And I've said it before. MSNBC is no longer a journalistic institution. It really never was. But there's no doubt about it now that it is not. In fact, they have zero journalistic integrity. They have zero moral integrity. 
they have zero honesty to any of their stories. They're, they're just a propaganda outlet that would make Joseph Goebbels back in the Nazi era proud for how good they do it. They can lie and lie and lie, and they have no conscience. They don't care. They're like the prostitute in the inner city doing anything for money. And these talking heads that like the big paycheck, they'll do anything for money, including selling their souls. And many of them, I really believe, have. And so there's a story that comes out last week that involves the office of Maryland United States Senator Ben Cardin. Ben Cardin, Democrat from Maryland. His website says he's a national leader on health care, retirement, security, the environment, and fiscal issues. <laughs> yeah, Democrat, fiscal issues. Quit making me laugh. It's, 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 that's too funny to even think. A Democrat, fiscally responsible? Please say it ain't so. And so, so his office must have some of the worst people in terms of personnel in the United States Senate. Or if they're all that bad, we're, real, we're in a lot of trouble here. There, you've all heard, I'm sure by now, many of you, some of you may not have, and maybe you're lucky, but I'm going to have to share this story with you. About one of the staff members of United States Senator Ben Cardin, who runs a terribly inept office, a terribly inept way of hiring and vetting people that are going to be working at this institution of the United States, which is now being just destroyed from within by some of the creepy people that hang around there, and their staff are creepy. There's a Senate staffer. Now, by the way, uh, Ben Lewis Cardin, the senator, he's 80 years old. I think he needs to retire because his office is now thoroughly inept and he's bought into all the wokeness and sickness that's killing this country. He is one of the reasons and the people that he brings in to work for him, to advise him, are reprobates of the highest order, disgusting, evil, sick perverted individuals. This is what is walking around the United States Senate building. There is a staffer to Senator Ben Cardin. His name is Adrian Mazay Zaprosky. And I hope I'm pronouncing it correct. I've heard it pronounced a couple of ways, but I think I'm close enough. And he and one of his male friends put together a gay sex tape and it's not so bad that they put out on some of these websites this gay sex tape but it's where the tape was made or the recording or whatever you know we call it a tape i know it's it's all digital now it was filmed in the united states senate I mean, it was filmed in one of the hearing rooms of the United States Senate, where senators sit and work behind these these tables and desks. And, and I'm going to try to be as decent as I can in, in, in sharing this. 
And it seems that this vile pornography of the most disgusting type is not just alive and well in Washington, D.C. with these perverts. With this anything-goes White House run by a dementia-riddled fool and, I think, traitor to the country. I mean, what's going on in the United States, well, the entire Congress, House of Representatives and United States Senate, there's a lot of filth and evil going on. Now, this particular guy decided it was a great idea for he and his male partner or friend or current friend of the week. I don't know if there's a long-term relationship or this just happens, which quite often does within that community and circle. They decided that that Senate chamber room, a public meeting room, pretty good size, well lit, can hold a lot of people. They thought that those desks like where Amy Klobuchar and other senators sit, you know, when they're up there in their dais, they thought that would be a great place to have gay sex and film it. Gay anal sex. I hate to say it, but that's what they were doing. And they thought it was a great idea to film it. And then, and it's not so much that they filmed it for their own, you know, perverted personal usage. They just, they put it out there on the internet, on gay websites. What, what really baffles me is how did they figure that that would never get out and the world would never know about what they're doing? Are they that are, are they that reprobate-minded? Are they that delusional to think that no one's going to find out that you just had some disgusting sex on a desk? I, I mean, I, I, I am just mortified by even thinking about this going on in our nation's capital. But you want to know something? It is indicative of what our Senate has become under Chuck Schumer. It is fitting. The majority in the Senate, this is what you are, a bunch of sick, evil people. You think killing babies in the womb is fine. You probably really, if your heart was to me, may, I know you got to say something now because we, you've been found out. But I would say that half of the Democrats, if not 80% of them, have no issue with any of this. The only issue they have is that they, someone got caught. That's how bad it is. And you got this guy, this creepy guy. And this is not the only porn stuff he is out there. You know, a lot of people are now wondering about this. Uh, Aiden, you know, Maze Zaprosky, who now is a former Senate staffer for United States Senator Ben Cardin, who I think should resign immediately because his office is totally incompetent. He should be, what, what, if the senator had even 1% morality left in his soul, just one tiny percent, he should fire his entire staff, just fire them all, and then come to the Senate floor and resign in disgrace. And, and make sure that nobody that worked for him ever comes back in because I don't trust anybody that was hired. And whoever hired the other, these people shouldn't be anywhere allowed near government. Fine, if you want to work for Pornhub or something, great. But not the United States Senate. Now, 
Zaprosky's name is now in the spotlight because of his private video that surfaced on social media. What kind of a moron puts this this vile, just disgusting sodomy on video and then shares it with the world? And, of course, much of the news media and, you know, the social, uh, social media websites are working overtime to circle the wagons to protect the, to protect this slime ball. I mean, the guy is having himself filmed being, how do I, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be as decent as I can. The video's out there. And, and I looked at, you know, they, they block out a lot, but I only needed to see three seconds and I knew it was more than I could want to handle without throwing up. This guy being penetrated there on, you know, on all fours in the United States Senate. And this, like I say, occurred in a congressional hearing room. And, and this moron, this reprobate, thought that nobody would ever know and only his private, you know, only his, the other people that think like he does, disgustingly and sick, that they would never pass it out there in the general public. But hey, guess what, Aiden? It got out there. And here's and here's what I find so funny. Aiden now thinks he's a victim. Oh, he's I'm just a poor little victim. You're why why are you making my life so miserable? I am I'm just a victim. No, you're a sick individual. It's go back. 50, 60 years ago. Just, just tolerate us and we'll keep it out of you. We, we, you know, we'll, we'll, do, we'll, be, we'll do our stuff in private. We're not going to be out there in front of everybody. Well, now we are going to be out there. So, you know, kind of accept us into the, your social circles. Now they want you to worship them. This is how this evil has grown. And so you've got this depravity going on and this guy thinking that he's a victim. You know, when I first saw this story late last week, and I didn't know if I wanted to, I I certainly didn't want to deal with it on Friday. But I thought, okay, I'll, I'll give it a day or two and see how the media reacts. And the mainstream media is trying to run from it as fast as they can. I wonder why. And so this guy claims he's a victim. And, you know, right now there's a lot of criticism of this guy and the senator, of course, because he runs an inept office. He's an old, you know, he's like Biden. I don't think he's fit for the job. And they all just circle the wagons to protect these disgusting people. And I have to wonder about Cardin myself. Has he sold his soul that far that all of this is just wonderful to be inclusive, diverse, equity, and all the nonsense that goes with it? This is what it all stands for, my friends. This guy, Aiden, in his private chat rooms has put pictures of himself kind of naked, waiting with, 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 a, with a line, waiting for Lindsey Graham and the work showers where he 
contradicts his, you know, LinkedIn post where he says, I would never have disrespect my workplace. What did you just do? And that's not the worst of it about this clown, Aiden. It was only a few weeks ago that he wrote that a high-ranking staffer at Senator Cardin's office told him to tone down his social media post after he was promoted. In other words, this is what my problem with, with this with the with this idiot senator is that needs to resign immediately and fire his entire staff before he does. If this senator does not fire his entire staff that bought these reprobates into the United States Senate and he doesn't resign, then he is a, then he is just a worthless, hellbound individual that has no moral foundation, fiber, uh, no intellect left, no morality left, nothing left. He's bankrupt, spiritually and otherwise. And so they knew what this guy was. Because they're telling him to t- tone down your social media because we're, we're, we're giving you a promotion. So, you know, tone it down a bit. No, he should never have been promoted. He should have been fired to begin with. And just a slight investigation would have probably revealed what's really going on in this guy's life. And you could have found a lot of this stuff out there. But no, you just, it's, it's okay in your world. I, when, when I saw this story pop out and, and how this, what I call, aggressive gay agenda is out there, coming after your kids, trying to identify which child may be gay when they're three or four or five, like they really understand sexuality or in the wrong body. This is the satanic reprobate mind at work. And when I heard it, my mind went back to something from like a decade or so ago that I happened to catch one time when I was traveling and I had Rush Limbaugh on and he had this little musical thing that he used uh, for his basically gay agenda update. You don't know me. I'm not just one of your little toys. You don't own me. Don't say I can't play with other boys. By the way, that guy singing that particular song is Klaus Nomi. Actually, his given name was Klaus Sparver, born back at the end of World War II in 1944 in Germany. His professional name, Klaus Nomi, he died in 1983 of AIDS. And he was a German countertenor noted for his vocal range and very strange stage persona. Spent a lot of time in the East Village of New York City, which explains much. But when I look at what is going on in Washington, D.C., there is a sickness in that city that is now permeated like a cancer. Every institution of our government, every institution, there's none untouched. The White House, and you look at the freak show that works there. I mean, and some have been really freaky. They've had to actually fire some. The rest they try to hide so you don't see what's really going on. And they put out that clown every day who pretends she thinks she knows something about being a press secretary. 
She's just a liar. And she was hired because of, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. She was a hire that had nothing to do with merits or ability for the job. This is the White House that ignores those that have had their lives destroyed by a train wreck in East Palestine, Ohio. That's ignored. And everything is politics. Everything's about gay. Everything's about transgender. Everything's about moral sickness being pushed in our public schools. And so when I read this story about this pervert and his sexual partner having committing an act of sodomy on furniture, I mean, in a hearing room. I mean, we are talking the dais where all these senators sit. Well, really, it is fitting. It really is. It is indicative of what our Senate's become, a perversion. Just a true, honest-to-goodness perversion. It's a sick bunch of puppies working there, friends. And Adian Massey Surprosky. Yeah, I, I don't think you can really follow him on Twitter much anymore. Oh, by the way, there are pictures of Adi and Masi Zaprosky, uh out there, besides porn pictures, of course, you know, with him, with President Biden and other political leaders. Th- this is what is wandering around that cesspool and swamp known as Washington, D.C. So how do you fix it? What do we need to do? I'll, I'll tell you, there's some days I wake up and in all honesty, I wonder, can any of this ever be fixed? I mean, really, can any of this ever be repaired? And frankly, I don't know anymore. Will the media really report the full story or are they going to whitewash it and try to diminish it? Because really, that's where their hearts are as well. I really believe something that the Bible talks about. We get the leadership we deserve. Marilyn, you got the leadership in that senator, Senator Cardin. You deserve Ben Cardin, just an old, washed up, washed out fool of an idiot, hiring perverted, sick individuals like Aiden Mazzi Zaprosky. And then Chuck Schumer. It's all about we got to take care of the gays, the transgenders, and, and have more people, you know killed in the womb let me put it to you this way in ancient Babylon human sacrifice you know sacrificing firstborn or newborns was common homosexuality became rampant that's what ultimately takes down any empire in time it, it, it will destroy it from the inside out it was rampant The worship of the earth becomes just a new religion unto itself. And so you see it all coming together. And transgenderism, where you have goddesses that can change a man to a woman and a woman and a man. Every one of these people has gone lusting after the flesh, worshiping the planet. And as they lust after the flesh and they have given up their souls to Satan and they become totally reprobate-minded and delusional, People, this is what you're voting into the United States Congress and the United States Senate and big city mayors. And you think God's not going to have a day of judgment? 
I think that day is coming sooner than later. And so as we say goodbye to Aiden Massey Soproski, never forget. You don't know me. Before I completely move on to something else, there was one little thing that did stand out in how this was handled by Senator Cardin's office. In Instead of just facing up to what had happened, first it became, oh, it's a personnel matter, we have no comment. Well, then the guy's gone and they'll have no further comment on a personnel matter. Why? Senator, I want, I demand to know why you hired this person and how he got through screening. You couldn't find the stuff that he had out there in social media. It's been out there all the time for the world to see. But see, what it tells me is you are on board with this depravity. And that's why you and your entire staff need to resign. You need to make a stand by firing your entire staff and then walking into the well of the United States Senate and offer your resignation and hand in your keys and go out the door back to Maryland, never to come back to D.C. again. You know, like I say, Maisie uh, Zaprosky like he posted a statement, I forgot about this, that, you know, it's it's all about a political agenda. They're just coming after me. No, you violated a room in the United States Senate to commit sodomy, for crying out loud. This is not a political witch hunt. You defiled the United States Senate like a reprobate, a pagan, an evil individual. You already toned it, toned it down before, and this is how you tone it down? You commit sodomy in a room in the United States Senate that's used for hearings, a room that's been used for various Senate hearings, including Supreme Court nominees. Yeah, you were fired, but you should never have been hired to begin with. And he's been working there since October of 2021. And before that, are you ready? He worked for Senator Dianne Feinstein. Well, she probably didn't know. But I'm sure that her Chinese spy of a driver did. And, of course, the United States, U.S. Capitol Police are not responding to any emails indicating if there'll be an investigation. Of course not. Not under the reprobate Senate. They're not going to touch this with a 12-foot pole. But this is where the United States is today. This is how fast and far we are and have descended. And and I, I sometimes am lacking some hope, as you can well understand. They don't even pretend to try to be moral anymore. I mean, it would be one thing if if Aiden and his, you know, roomie 
were doing something in their private bedrooms in Georgetown or wherever they live, or Maryland, who knows. But what possessed them to think it was okay to use a public hearing room of the United States Senate and film it and then distribute it on gay social media? That shows an intellectual bankruptcy that I just cannot fathom. Now, when we get back in a couple of minutes, I'm going to totally change gears. There's a story beginning to brew in the background that I'm going to try to help you connect the dots. So after spending this first segment talking about the, well, how low can the Senate go? Uh, and, and I'm afraid sometimes it can even get lower than it is. But, but there are some stories out there that give me a little bit of hope. I've always said that evil will take two, three, sometimes five steps forward. And from time to time, we get one, two, and maybe even three steps back. Because evil overplays its hand and it pushes too far and suddenly the tide changes and rises up and pushes it back. It never goes back being thoroughly reset. But at least for a time, we might get a bit of a respite. And I think we are on the verge of such a major pushback on a number of fronts, whether it be moral, legal, political. I think there's going to be a a bit of a change coming in the not-too-distant future. Do you believe in the mission and ministry of Truth to Ponder? If you do, as we come to the end of this year, would you consider maybe supporting us for the first time? There are two ways to do it. Number one, you can use our website, Truth, the number two, or the numeral two, truth2ponder.com. Truth, that numeral two, number two, ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com. And there, if you go to the website, you'll find in the menu a tab or a page for support. You can find the mailing address if you prefer to write a regular check or money order. Or you can use Give, Send, Go, the online processing company that we use, which is a Christian company. And they've been wonderful to deal with since we've been dealing with them now for almost two years. Give, Send, Go. Or you can make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowie, Virginia. Zip code 24319. Once again, make the check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Post Office Box 510. Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Bethlehem Targum. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out. I'm receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. 
I grew up as a Jewish boy hearing Christmas songs, songs all about the star of Bethlehem, the shepherds of Bethlehem, the babe of Bethlehem. I was sure there was nothing Jewish about Bethlehem. And yet, if Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, then he's got to be Jewish. Everything about his birth, including Bethlehem, has to be Jewish. Well, I found an ancient Jewish writing that exposes the whole thing. It's called Targum Jonathan. It's an ancient Aramaic translation of the Bible written by Jewish rabbis in ancient times. It begins by quoting from the Hebrew prophet Micah. Here's how it goes. And you, Bethlehem, Ephrata, you who were too small to be numbered among the thousands of the house of Judah, from you shall come forth before me, he whose name was mentioned before from the days of creation. But the Stargum doesn't stop there. It goes on to identify the person prophesied to be born in Bethlehem. Who shall be born in Bethlehem? The Targum answers, the Messiah, who will exercise dominion over Israel. It is he whose name was mentioned before from the days of creation. Furthermore, there's only one person in all Jewish history, in all world history, who was born in Bethlehem and who just happens to be known throughout the world as Messiah. Did I say there was only one place Messiah could be born? Correction, there's two. Bethlehem and your heart. Messiah has to come to both. So listen, if you don't listen to the Christmas songs, listen to the rabbis. Messiah is born in Bethlehem. He, Jesus, is Messiah. So he must be born to you too. Let Bethlehem come out of your heart and life. Let him shine and you'll be blessed for you are God's Bethlehem. One more ask for the days of Messiah and the mysteries of the rabbis. What if you can receive daily vitamins guaranteed to strengthen your spiritual walk with God? A six-month supply for free. You can. Sapphire's daily spiritual vitamins for a victorious walk with God and updates on Israel and prophecy. The mystery of the temple door. It's all free. You'll love it. How do you get all this? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's it. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be so blessed. But call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. They can actually spread salvation around the world for very little through shortwave radio. From the Arctic Circle to Israel. It's amazing. It's like sending a billion tracks around the world. Just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. Love to hear from you. Just write to the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Shalom Aleichem. Peace be to you, my friend and Messiah, Yeshua Tenu, our salvation. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Tuesday. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. You know, honestly, I'm having a hard time believing that in less than two weeks, it's going to be another year. And my question is, where has the time gone? I can remember when I began this radio program and podcast. It was about two and a half years ago. Not quite yet, but getting there. Uh, We'll say three years and maybe four months ago. And when I started the program, I didn't know how long it was going to last. I didn't know if I was being, well, led to do a short-term radio program and podcast. Initially, I didn't even know it was going to be radio. I knew with what I had seen occurring during the pandemic, working back in emergency management and feeling very, very uncomfortable with much of what I was witnessing firsthand. 
not second or third, not news stories, but things that I was seeing firsthand that were beginning to disturb me. And I was also deeply concerned about the election. Something did not feel right because of the pandemic, because of the mail-in and the drop boxes and some of the shady, weird stuff that had occurred. The United States Constitution being violated by states like Pennsylvania, Georgia, and others. I don't care what anybody says. No trial has ever been held yet on any of the merits of what occurred in 2020. The merits have never been touched. And the sooner you understand that, people say, well, Bob, you know, it's going to court and it's all, you know, it's a valid election and Joe Biden is the president. Moron? Sorry. No evidence has ever yet been heard. It's always been a matter of standing or we don't want to touch it. Nothing to see here, folk. You know, you, you've heard it all before. In a moment, I've got a story that may be the beginning of some of the unraveling that's going to reach in some of the highest places in the United States government, in my opinion. Now, on another topic that is totally related, these two kind of run hand in hand. All this woke progressivism, it's just poisoning us. It has poisoned our nation, the United States. It is poisoning Canada, Washington, D.C., Ottawa, Canada. You have the same blight. It's the same disease, and it's a killer disease. It destroys everything in its path. This progressivism is ruining. It's just destroying, like a cancer, everything it touches. At your federal, your state, your provincial, your local governments... Our judicial systems have been just decimated by all of this stupidity. Real science has been, well, made subject to political science. Real science is irrelevant. Our system of law and order and justice is totally out of control. I see the Justice Department under a very evil individual and traitor to the United States Constitution, Merrick Garland, being weaponized against people that are pro-life. Love God. And he puts on the crocodile tears. Oh, I'm the son of an immigrant. Just, just back up. You're using the power of your department to do every evil thing that the White House tells you to do like a little, like a little slave boy. I have to wonder, Merrick, do they have some compromising pictures of you somewhere for you to do the horrible things that you're doing to our nation? Or are you just that evil to the core of your soul? Is Biden really that clever? Maybe in his younger days, the buffoon was a bit clever to make money. Uh, He was smart enough to figure out. Remember, this is the same guy, Biden that complained that I don't make enough money as a senator. And somehow he ended up being a multimillionaire. Pretty good. How did he do it? And as a senator, he stole classified documents. I don't see the FBI banging his door down. As a vice president, without any entitlement, took them as well. I don't see Merrick Garland going after Biden. Between all this... Diversity, equity, and inclusion, 
trying to get to our young children. Our educational system is a failure. It's a failure. Our universities, you have you have basically illiterate people that have no historical knowledge graduating with degrees from places like Harvard. <laughs> Look at their president. She's a plagiarist. And she was a diversity hire. She has no talent, no skills, no nothing except her skin color and plagiarism is what got her her job. And they circle the wagons to protect her at Harvard. I think what needs to happen, companies that have any sense of morality need to say, until Harvard and all these other woke institutions clean up their act, we're not hiring your graduates. Just let the people know as they're entering their freshman year, if you graduate from Harvard, don't apply here. Because your education is going to make you a liability, not an asset. And all this demand for additional sexual perversion that, that just seems to come as a part of it. It's kind of like evil, uh, despicable, untruthful, and sexual perversion all seem to be wrapped up in it, each other. It's kind of like a three-legged stool. And, and this whole Washington, D.C. complex is built on this disgusting immorality. And even many Republicans know how to play the game and are really a part of that game. And they like power, too. And they like war. And they just play the game of loyal opposition. But I'm beginning to think that as this progressivism, and I I really believe that this tipping point was hit, with, of all things, the story being ignored by the mainstream media, you know, Aiden's little tryst (laughs) in the Senate building, Maybe enough to get a few Americans saying something ain't right. We got to fix it. We, we can't deal with any more of this perversion in our, well, official chambers, in our schools. We have taken people that are incompetent and have raised them up to jobs they can't, they can't function within. We have these silly ideas about God's planet. And on and on it goes. California. It's like they've been they've been hit like like I say. Read Second Second Thessalonians chapter two. It explains it in no uncertain terms. They've been given over to total and mass delusion. And then you got the the people representing the United States in the State Department in in our security agencies, all traitors. All liars. And we keep throwing billions into a corrupt country called Ukraine, run by a corrupt leader that was a puppet put in there by our own CIA. Had we not got gotten messed up in 2014 with what's going on in Ukraine, there would be no war, no conflict, nobody dead. Of course, the military-industrial complex wouldn't be as wealthy as they are today. And you might even have more money in your pocket. And 400,000 Ukrainian young men wouldn't be dead. But we egged it on. And a lot of people just don't understand the history of how much they've been lied to. Ran into this story. And and I, I'm just going to 
touch on this a little bit. And I'm going to kind of watch how this thing unfolds. And, And it really makes me wonder. You remember Crossfire Hurricane? Crossfire Hurricane. Now, this past Friday on CNN, there was a story that kind of came out. You can It was kind of thrown together in a hurry. And it's about the mystery of a missing binder. You know, like a notebook. How a collection of raw Russian intelligence disappeared under Trump. Right now, CNN and I'm sure MSNBC and any other intellectually and journalistically bankrupt agency is going to do their job as a propaganda agency, organization, company, whatever, and trying to deflect what might be happening in the not-too-distant future. Kind of like saying that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. Got to get that story out there and see if it'll stick. And right now, CNN's trying to blame Trump in some incomprehensible story, quoting a bunch of anonymous sources, 12 and all. How about that? It's a coordinated effort. It's not, these are not informants. These are stooges put up by their own agency to spread the disinformation, just like the Hunter Biden laptop delusion story. And now they're trying to find a completely unredacted copy of an ultra-top-secret... I mean, this thing is so top-secret, it's going to bring down the world, man, about Operation Crossfire Hurricane. So what could be in this story? Is it something about Russia? Now, I think all of you know that Operation Crossfire Hurricane was the FBI's code name for their massive, you know... Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act project to go after Trump. And it all started with a big fat lie given to them by Hillary Clinton, and they knew it was a lie from the get-go. But they used a lie as a premise to spy on Trump and try to, number one, keep him from being elected, and then to take him down if he got elected, and destroy him if he made it through before he could become a second-term president. In other words, treason. Traitorous treason deserving of the death penalty for people like Peter Strzok and his little lover, Lisa Page, and every one of the intelligence officers involved that knew, Comey included. Comey should either be hanged or spend the rest of his life in prison for the things that he did, creating opportunity, creating false narratives, Operation Crossfire Hurricane. And so CNN is describing this story with, it's a file that's lying around, and the day before Trump left office, he issued an order declassifying it all. Oh, oh, oh. He, he declassified it, most of the binder's content, which set off a flurry of activity. And, and, and his own Department of Justice was fighting him. His own department that he has authority over was saying, no, we're not doing it. Trump had every right to do what he did. And it's the swamp 
in power that try to stop it. Why? Because it could put them into a hangman's noose. And even the copies of redacted stuff that Trump sent out were retrieved at the direction of even Department of Justice lawyers from the White House demanding additional redactions. In other words, the swamp was out to get Trump and he had the swamp in his own White House. And I knew that all along and I tried to warn you four years ago. Well, three and a half years ago. Don't think the election was in the bag. I could see that the thing was going to crumble. I smelled a rat with the pandemic. Joe Biden, I really believe that Joe Biden lost that election, big time. But I think they were able to fight. This government is so corrupt that I don't put it past them. And people like, you know, Kemp and George are just willing buffoons because they want to be China agents to make big bucks when they get out of office. And Ratberger, the Secretary of State, wants to be governor, so he plays ball. This happened everywhere. And so the Trump White House had planned to distribute all these classified documents around D.C., including, you know, journalist John Solomon. But the order did not lead to its release because the swamp fought back. And they had no right and no authority to fight back. But they did it anyway. And the second that Biden is in office, he reclassifies it. Why? To protect the swamp that got him elected. Now, think about this for a minute. Follow along with me. Now do you know why the FBI raided Trump's house in Mar-a-Lago when Trump was not there? They did that to try to find that binder. I really believe that. They could have cared less about all the stuff that Trump had declassified, and they're making up a bunch of nonsense. Remember, when Trump arrived in Mar-a-Lago, he was still the president of the United States, and he had the right to take any document with him on Air Force One down to Florida and into his home. Now that they're declassified, he can give them to himself, and he did. And so Merrick Garland doesn't have a legal leg to stand on. He's just a reprobate doing his job to protect an evil administration. I really believe this intelligence information is going to be the undoing of a lot of people when it gets out. Of how many traitors and treasonous people are in our government. And by the way, at Trump's trial about these documents coming up, he's asking for the government to produce the unredacted See, they have it, too. I mean, they just want to make sure there's no copy out there. They want it to be in that trial, the unredacted crossfire hurricane, the entire, well, the entire 10-inch thick notebook. Because, see, if their notebook comes to the court being changed from what Trump has, then we know the, the FBI and everybody knows that they're about to be caught in perjury. And if it comes out, the way it is, it could put a lot of people into the slammer, so to speak. It's going to be fun to watch this. And it's going to be fun to see what other news may come out on this. Think about it. Imagine for one moment that they've been trying to find this book and they can't. 
Where in the world is it? Where did Trump hide it? Why do you think they're going after him as hard and heavy as they are? They are trying to retrieve the evidence of treason against, I think, an unbelievably high number of people in the highest levels of our government here in the United States. And they absolutely know. They know. I mean, you, you've got Merrick Garland just jumping the shark trying to take Trump down. Because if Trump gets into office and then that document comes out of hiding, there could be a lot of people in Leavenworth and a lot, or some other supermax prison waiting their fate. Maybe they should put them all in the D.C. jail where the January 6th rioters are when they release the January 6th rioters. And by the way, we're beginning to find out how much the government lied to put those people as political prisoners. Notice they don't want any trials right now. They just want to hold these people indefinitely. This is banana republic stuff. The time is coming that I believe, as I said, coming into this segment, that we're about to get a little reprieve because evil is pushed so hard. And, and you see the moral and intellectual bankruptcy and spiritual bankruptcy with what happened in the Senate chamber with literally sodomite sex on a dais in a hearing room. Yeah, that's how low we have gone. And I don't think we've gone as low as we are yet to go. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Now, you can, you can bank on it that the mainstream media is going to do run interference, circle the wagons, try to give you a narrative that's fake, phony, and false like they've done before and get you believing it, or many people will be too ill-informed to believe the truth or even begin to see it. Let me just tell you, 12 anonymous witnesses, this is what creates the CNN story. Just don't pop up on the same day, all talking about the same super ultra topic, you know, top secret stuff. Even if it was just the binder subject matter and the fact that it's missing. It is a coordinated deep state narrative. They're trying to craft it, making it like a bit of panic. It's a it, Look, they're desperate because they don't know where that thing is and they can't get it. And they don't know how well it is hidden or where it's hiding. But they know when it comes out, some people are going to be tried for treason. That's my opinion. And that's why they've been going so hard and heavy after Trump, especially now that he wants to run for re-election. They never would have filed any case against him. Not even New York State. Not even, not even that stupid idiot up in New York. The attorney general who ought to have her law degree pulled and she should be fired and never allowed to enter a courtroom again except as a defendant. We are... Fulton County, Georgia, same thing. See, it's really, what I need to explain to you real quick, because I don't want to wait to take too much time. Fulton County, Georgia is one of the most perfect places in the southern United States to have a banana republic. The city of Atlanta, as I told somebody, has been 
it is it has the southern charm that's what it's supposed to have i remember working at a radio station our on the hour id had the theme from tara you know da, 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 da. it is a city built on corruption and prostitutes and evil gain it, it, it is an awful city i don't care what anybody says atlanta is a sewer it is the sewer of the south and if you want to find a place as evil as Washington, D.C. in the South, just go to Atlanta. There it is, waiting for you. And so the perfect place to go after Trump, because you've got a morally, intellectually, and spiritually bankrupt prosecutor where the truth is not in her. She's all full of lies. Just like Alvin Braggadocious up in New York. Just a liar. Doesn't care. No conscience. He seared it a long time ago. But I really believe that the American people, there's going to be enough pushing back. And the truth is going to get out and open the eyes of many that are just so busy going through their lives, they don't pay attention to the real news. Now, do you believe in the mission and ministry of Truth to Ponder? I really could use your help to keep this program on the air. If you would consider helping us out, would you consider making a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and mailing that check to Post Office Box 510, Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. Or you can go to our website, which is truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth, and you use the numeral two, truth2ponder.com. There's no big donate now button. You have to go to the menu and you'll see a tab or a page for support. And from there, you'll find our mailing address and also how to connect to Give, Send, Go. It is a Christian online processing for those that want to pay online. And they've been just a wonderful company to deal with. We've had really no trouble at all. And many of you have used Give, Send, Go. And so I'm thankful I'm not using PayPal or somebody that could just shut us down. Once again, the website, truth, the numeral two, ponder.com, or make the check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. Chilhowee, Virginia. 24319. Once again, Post Office Box 510. Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code 24319. And make the checker money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. I just want to take a moment before the program ends to thank all of you that listen either on the radio or as a podcast. And if you get a chance today, if you can send an email, let me know how you listen. My my email address is bob at truth, the number two ponder.com. Bob at truth, the number two ponder.com. Let me know if you listen on radio or online. And until tomorrow, may God bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, 
and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.